What up, guys? Your boy Quake, and I'm back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 68. And Vito couldn't make it, so I found this random guy in the lobby here at this office. We just brought him in, <laughs> and he's a pretty cool guy, man. <laughs> man, thanks for it. Was, it was cold outside, man. Yeah, it was, it was rainy, man. I appreciate this. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> what do you guys do here? <laughs> <laughs> this is Tafili. If you guys don't know, uh, this is the guy, uh, A&R Media General over here at Diverse Mentality, killing it. Uh, we just got back from fresh from a trip, man. Fresh from a trip. Fresh. Yes. Crazy man. trip. Honestly, man, it was wild. Like, uh, <laughs> um, great experience. Like yeah, overall, sure. like, uh, we can't get into too much details. Yeah. But, um, you know, I shot photos there. You guys can, um, check it out. It's going to be bullet two, four period shots. Yep. And on Instagram, that's my IG. Check out some of the photos. I mean, I, right now I just got done, um, uh, messaging, uh, uh, what are the stacks on deck music Money. group? Yeah, you know, that's a uh, Soldier Boy's kind of uh, label and whatnot. And uh, the head, uh, the head A and R guy, the head yeah. photo guy, he just messaged me, man. They're like the whole team's loving my photos, man. From Keem Soda and to uh, post uh, them on the video. Yeah, I, I, should, I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah overall though, a great experience, man. Great yeah. time, Houston, H Town. Yeah. yeah, first time in Houston, by the yeah, way. Yeah, man. So I mean, yeah, we were trip all, all all around. Yeah, we were uh, invited out by uh, Miami Mike. Shout out to him uh, to kick it over at Soldier Boys uh, Houston event. And what the club? What was the club? Prime or something like that? No, Spire. Spire. Why do I yeah. say Prime? I don't know why. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why that stuck in my head. Yeah. I think I saw a club name like that, and it just been stuck in my head. So Spire Club, Soldier Boys performing there. Uh, we went to Houston. What was it? Thursday night. We landed there late at night, and then Friday. Um, we just went to the mall, just check out Houston a little bit. And then we kicked it with Miami Mike and his crew. And they're all cool, man. Very cool people. Dude, uh, yeah. Shout out to Pierre, man. Yeah, Pierre. Yeah, shout yeah. out to him. I, uh, I, I'm terrible with names, but everybody was cool as fuck, bro. Yeah, man. Everybody. Even yeah. the lawyer. Everybody, yeah. man. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a beast too, man. He looks like DMX. <laughs> shout bro, out to straight him. Up, yeah, I'm going to post a photo. Like, yeah. You guys tell us. Like, yeah. yeah, he looks straight up like DMX, like honestly. Sunglasses and everything, bro. Like The security like, guard head, was joking yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like, DMX walked in the building. Yeah, yeah so hey man he got us in that then like because like everybody when soldier boy walked into the club yeah there was a f rush of fans right behind him and we're right behind him and we're kind of trying to you know stick close to uh both soldier boy you can swear her yeah yeah, yeah. Say, fuck, <laughs> it. fuck it man <laughs> but yeah we're trying to get, uh, stay close to soldier boy and um out of nowhere the security stopped us like no 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 you can't get in and then we're like no we're with mike we're with mike and he Mike looked at him like, yeah, yeah they're, they're good. Yeah. And we got up to the front and then the lady's like, she tried charging us like a hundred dollars. And I looked at you. I was like, I'm not paying. Like, this is bullshit. Oh, hell no. Hell no. We got I'm there. walking out. Like, yeah, we got invited. What kind there, of disrespectful bro. shit is that, man? Yeah. That's a finesse. Like, a hundred percent. I would have been like, y'all finesse me. I've been like, I'm getting the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm dead ass. That's how I would have been. No, I, I wouldn't blame you. I would have been yeah. right with you, man. Yeah. And then the lawyer though came out of nowhere. Shout out to him, man. He's, like, he's like, nah, they're not paying. Get him yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, these, he's like, I don't know this lady, but yeah. these two, he's like, they're with us, like, get them in here. And she looked at me like, cause she was a photographer too. She yeah. had a camera. She looked at me like, can you, I was like, I don't know. You yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> like, well, I don't know who the fuck you are. So yeah, she ultimately ended up making she it did, in though. She did. I think I'm she, glad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was taking I mean, It wasn't my business, you know, like. Exactly. You know, we just, like, we're doing our job there. Yeah. We got invited for and, uh. Yeah, man, it was a it was a wild night. Like, had I got a had a free pass to get someone in, I would get her in. But like, yeah. I barely got in myself. You know. What I mean? Yeah, no, no, they were checking yeah. everybody, and Dude. one guy was just salty as fuck, bro. It was like some upcoming. He looked like a fucking upcoming artist. Yeah, like, he's outside. Yeah, yeah, he's like he he got basically got turned around because they're asking who 
he was like, listen, y'all can't, the, the security guy was like, y'all can't come in anymore. You know, only Mike and then the rest of y'all can't. And then Mike obviously saw us. We're like, hey, we're going to, yeah, get Quake to feel it come in. We got in. And at that point, when I was moving towards there, that guy, because he couldn't get in with yeah. everybody, he's like, man, fuck all these guys. Oh, y'all some groupies and shit like that. I don't know if he was talking to me, but I didn't give a fuck. I was like, you hating from outside of the club. You can't <laughs> even get in, like Chris Brown said. Let go. Yeah, exactly. So he yeah. fucking just got pissed off at the whole situation. And then when we went in there, man, it was dope, man. Dope vibes. Dude, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, check out the photos. Uh, I'll definitely post them here. And uh, yeah, great, great venue. Great yeah. vibes. Soldier Boy did his thing, man. Um, overall, great experience, bro. Yeah, yeah. he was he's rapping outside the the club for like an hour. Right, he pulled up with his crew. They yeah. opened up the doors. Blunt after blunt after blunt yeah. after blunt. Like just rapping on top of the cars. Like yeah, it was crazy. Everybody's coming up showing love. Hey, uh, yeah, some fans got checked though. Some talk about Jay Prince, bro. Huh? Yeah, Jay Prince, uh, Jazz Prince Jr. Jazz Prince, my bad. Yeah, he he pulled up too, and um, yeah, man. Uh, whenever you we pull up in Houston, uh, you definitely have to check in with him. And that's what Soldier did, and they're making sure he was good. But yeah, when he pulled up, I'm sure people didn't really recognize who the hell that yeah, guy is. You told is. me like I was off like, oh, the bat. Yeah, I was like I that's the OVO hat and everything. Like, yeah, off the bat, right when I saw his face, I was like that's Jazz Prince Jr. And uh, you have to check in with him 100 percent when you come into Houston. Most artists have to, so that's what Soldier obviously did. And uh, he ended up leaving after like 20, 30 minutes of Soldier Boy being out there, and then he went into. I'm sure he went in a little bit earlier just to make sure everything was in order, you know. So what? <laughs> I mean, just because there was that incident uh, what? that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they left, bro. No, no, early on? No, he left. He, they left with the entourage like because of that. What do you mean? You're talking about after. I'm talking about before no, when no, he's no, out I'm rapping. talking like on the stage at Spire. No, not one of the performers. I'm talking about outside. He he left early on the outside. Oh, word, word. Yeah, yeah. He My checked. Bad, yeah. yeah, he checked in the um the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way before Soldier. Way before he Soldier had, was still out there. No, nah, bro. He was chilling in VIP way before VIP. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he went in there just to make sure everything around yeah, was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was it was crazy, man. Yeah. Um, shout out to Miami Mike. Uh, always he was showing me love throughout the whole trip. Um, man, just great experience, man. Something different. Um, and yeah, Houston, man. My first time in Houston it was pretty nice. Great so. city, man. Beautiful. Yeah, really great city. Yeah, yeah. great vibes, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into the news. Uh, Dr. Dre, I posted this on my main channel already, but uh, I always want to talk about it on the podcast as well because I can expand more. But Dr. Dre has been ordered to pay his ex-wife Nicole Young a six-figure monthly spousal spousal support salary. So let's go over the article. Dr. Dre has reportedly been ordered to pay his ex-wife Nicole Young thousands of dollars per month and spousal support after over a year of squabbling over a prenuptial agreement. According to legal documents obtained by The Blast, a judge ordered the Beats by Dre mogul to pay Young nearly 300000 per month, which adds up to roughly $3.5 million a year. The order reportedly states Dre is ordered to pay Nicole Spousal support in the sum of $293,000 per month, payable on the first of each month, commencing August 1st, 2021. The only way out for Dre is if Young remarries or enters a new domestic partnership, death of either party. So somebody has to die in order for this to not happen, which is somebody somebody put in the comments on the when I put it on the main channel, this is conspiracy, doctor is going to get killed. I'm like, bro, relax. It's, I don't think it's that serious. <laughs> so a source close to Dre uh, tells Hip Hop DX the support order is consistent with what he has already been paying since the initial separation and that it, it is a fraction of what Nicole and her lawyers demanded. So the only way to stop these payments is obviously to come to agreement of like a large lump sum of money, which would essentially be almost half of what Dr. Dre has. So he's about worth 800 to 900 million. 
she's going to get like probably $300 million, which is fucking insane when you think about it. That really is, man. That's a you lot know, of money, bro. It's just for one divorce. Yeah, so... Um, How long have they been married? Since the 90s. Yeah, like what, 20, 24 years? Probably 20 like plus, uh, easily 20 plus years, 25 maybe years. They got kids, more. right? Like yep. two, two kids? Yeah. yeah. So um, we'll keep our eye out on what the... They're, Dre's obviously, I think... I mean, this is the question when I asked in the video is, would you rather pay monthly or would you rather just get it out the way and just pay a large sum? No, nah, rip that bandit off, man. Yeah, just pay a little Dre can make, honestly, you can make that shit back pretty easily, man. A lot know, of the money uh, you can make back. Not to kind of bridge this to another thing, but like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, they got a divorce. So like, how does that happen? Are they splitting the assets? I mean, do they have a prenuptial agreement? I'm sure, but it's the Kardashians. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> yeah. I'm sure nobody's going to cut of nothing, so. How much... And they're both worth over a couple billion, bro. Yeah, so nobody, <laughs> nobody yeah, it would, it would be pointless. Billionaires getting billionaire money is like, what's the difference? Okay, it's yeah. not, yeah. So okay. I think they're, they, they're just going to come to agreement of how often they're going to take care of the kids. Mm. That's really what it's what's Which is down to. That's important, man. Yeah, of yeah, course. Like the kids. Yeah. yeah, having whatever them on week, weekends, whoever has them on weekends, mm. these days, these days. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to Dr. Dre. He's working on new music. If you guys haven't, there's a photo that came out, uh, Eminem, Dr. Dre, the DOC, and Erica Badu's sister on Instagram, which was really dope. So clearly Dre is working on new music. Um, on this next topic, um, it's crazy. So Billboard released their top 50 producer list. And it's not just hip-hop, by the way. It's multiple genre, every genre. And um, the list is kind of surprising, man. It's, it's the top 50 greatest producers of the 21st century. And this is their staff list. So the people that work at Billboard, they got asked, who do you think is the top 50? And they come up, they came up with the list. Um, I'm going to go over a few of these. Not every single one, but they got a number 50 red one who produced uh, Lady Gaga records, Jennifer Lopez, Nicki Minaj. Uh, he produced Just Dance. Bad Romance, uh, did uh, Whip It and Automatic on uh, Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday Roman Reloaded. So that's one of them. Uh, I'm going to skip through a few of these. Boy Wonders at number 46. Of course, he's produced for Drake, Eminem, Nicki Minaj, various artists. He produced Forever, which was one of the biggest tracks um, that came out in 2009. He produced a lot of what was on Kendrick's The Blacker, The Berry, The Sweeter, The Juice. Um, uh, that record that's on Two Pimper Butterfly. Um, what else? Let's see here. I'm mainly going to go over the hip hop ones because Take Keith is at number 42. That's surprising because he's fairly new producer. He's produced for Drake, Travis Scott, Future. Uh, they, they have a list of like signature sound, defining work, and the hidden gems. So the defining work is sickle mode, obviously. Take Keith killed that. Drake and Travis Scott, that was a huge record. Um, that's another one that's in hip hop. Let's see. I'm wondering if they have one of my favorites. Um, who, uh, why am I forgetting his name? He just blanked out. I think it's from the trip, man. I'm still, let me see. I'm blanking out right now. What's that? Uh, I know his name. I know his name. Let me see. Let me see. I'll find it right now. Uh, T minus. There you go. That's one of my favorite. Produced middle child. TI's go get a lot of records, bro. He's, he's one of my favorite producers. What number is he? He's not, I don't think he's on this. I'm seeing if he's on here. Yeah. Um, let's see. Missy Elliott's at number 34. A lot of people, I didn't even know this. I remember when we were going yeah. on the podcast, I had no idea she was a producer. She's at number 34 on this list. Uh, she's produced lots of records. They have Beyonce Signs on here as one of their favorites. Uh, Lil' Kim, I Am Pink's number one Billboard hit, Lady Marmalade. Um, so let's keep going. Mike Dean, which is another huge producer. 
they just had a <laughs> this is there's just a photo release of Mike Dean and in the caption says yo Mike Dean is free because I'm sure Kanye has him locked up in the studio just fucking working 24 and the way he looks like rubbing his eyes like the guy's been <laughs> tortured throughout these like <laughs> two to three weeks <laughs> they're like they're feeding this guy like <laughs> Fucking anything like what was the cash? It was so funny, man. I wish I could. They got his whole family like locked up. Like yeah, don't put a <laughs> song out every single day. Like yeah, he's he's producing like crazy. You can just tell he just. Things right now is over in the Ben Stadium. Yeah, I'm sure they got. It. But yeah, they got him on Rolling Loud. And he's just like rubbing his eyes, like completely out of it. Like, he doesn't even know where the fuck he's at. Like that's how much. Because usually when you go in a studio, it's like very dark, mm. and it's very you don't really know the time mm. day. Sometimes if you're really focused, you don't look at your phone or anything. And that's how the workflow gets going. And yeah, there's no natural light coming in. It's nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, really it's dope. It's a cave. Yep. Yeah. So he's produced for Kanye West, Jay Z, Travis Scott. He's number 32 on this list. His biggest track, Defining Works Power, which was a track off the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. A lot of people like that record. And then The Good Drink, which is an underrated track. He produced the Two Chains, Quavo, and Gucci Mane. That's one of my favorites as well. Let's see. Mad Lib is at number 30. That's crazy that they recognize Mad Lib because a lot of people don't. He proved for MF Doom, Freddie Gibbs, uh, Kwasi Mito. Um, they obviously mentioned the, M they mentioned the MF Doom album, The Mad Villainy, and quite a few other stuff. Let's go and see what these other people are at right here. Um, there's a lot of different ones. Metro Boomin is at number 23. Obviously, Future 21 Savage, uh, Travis Scott, he's produced for a lot of other people. What a time to be alive! The the Drake and Future project, Jumpman is one of the biggest. Uh, Solange's State Flow is an underrated one. Stargate was produced for a lot of pop hits. Uh, Beyonce, Neo, Rihanna is at number twenty two. He obviously produced that uh, Neo So Sick of that record in two thousand six, and the Beyonce's Irreplaceable, which was huge. He clocked in at number twenty two. Rick Rubin's at twenty one. Yes. This guy. Yeah, so he's finally in there. Uh, they mentioned, they don't really mention hip hop stuff. They mentioned Johnny Cash, System of Down, Dixie Chicks, stuff like that. Um, Dr. Dre, they put him at 19. 19? Yeah, 21st century. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What is it? 21st century is from 2000 to 2000 and what? 10? Uh, 2000 to 2099. So at 20. Oh, oh, I was thinking a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, damn. So yeah, that makes sense. He wasn't really this other, like, I guess from 2010 till now, yeah, he yeah. wasn't really, yeah. No, just from 2000s till now. That's no, 2000, bro. He had Eminem 50, 50 in the club, bro. That's one of the biggest what? fucking records. That's what, that's what this is. What, what, it, it's a. Uh, what? Saying defining work, 50 cents in the for club. The 21st century? Yeah, that 21st century started in 2000. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, Eminem dropped his biggest album in 2000. 50 dropped his biggest album in 2000. Yeah, Massacre 2000, the yeah, Game. Yeah. A lot of. So from 2000 to 2010, he deserves. A lot more than 19th place, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, um, I, I would have put him top 10 at least. Yeah, they're just counting then 2010 till he didn't really do much off that. Is it for the decade, man, or is it for the... Is this 21st century? If it's the century... Yeah. If, if if it's the century, it should be from 2000, not 2010. If it's the decade, it's 2010. No, I'm not sorry. I'm just saying the second half of, the, of uh, so yeah, far right, it's happened. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I'm, yeah, the bro, second half yeah. of what's happened from 2010 till now, Dre hasn't really... Um, no, nothing. It's In fact, we're all waiting for his album to drop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's produced for like Kendrick Eminem mm. here and there, like Relapse and mm. Recovery and these, and then Kendrick's albums. But, and then he released his own, his own, what was that? That's soundtrack uh, for the fucking movie that he released. Uh, Compton, the album. Mm. He dropped that, which was dope. Sonically, it sounds something different. But yeah, after 2010, that's why I think they got him in 19. Because from 2000, 2010, dominated, but 
for the 21st century, you're counting 2000 until 2021. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that second half definitely wasn't there. But they mentioned um, in the 90s defining G funk sound, but they're like beginning at the 20th century. But yeah, they mentioned Eminem, 50 Cent, and Eve as the main ones. So he's at 19. That's controversial. I'm sure people are going to talk about that. Based off what you how you explained it, um, yeah, I think that's that's balanced. That's a balanced assessment right there. Yeah, because there's a lot of yeah. different ones. Yeah. But they got Swizz Beats ahead of him. They got DMX, Beyonce, and the Locks, which he produced, Associating Acts. Um, I guess since they're, they're, which I don't know why they're mentioning this, because this is not producer work. They're mm-hmm. mentioning Versus as a co-creator, not creator, but curator this decade. That's why they're putting him on him, because he's, he's now impacting in that. But that's not, this is about producing. Uh, defining Work, the Party Up record, which is DMX's biggest hot 100 hit. Um yeah, I wouldn't put Swiss Beats ahead of Dr. Dre, especially from the 21st century. That That's not even close. That's the controversy right there. You switch Swiss Beats, put him at 19, and then you put Dr. Dre at 16. Mm. You don't put Swiss Beats at 16 and Dr. Dre at 19. That makes no fucking sense. Lil John at 15. Jesus. I mean, he, he does have... Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put him against Dre. Like, come on. Yeah, this... Okay, now this is where people are going to have the problem. This is what I'm saying. Lil John should not belong at 15. Uh, he did have that Usher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of records, bro, in the early 2000s. But if we're counting, if we're putting that much emphasis on the early 2000s, Dr. Dre, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, continuing on, let's see. Skip through a few of these. DJ Mustard. Oh, hell. No, they put DJ Mustard at number 11. This list is fucking garbage. I'm sorry. <laughs> Billboard, I don't know what the fuck. Who's over here? Staff over there, bro. YG, Roddy Rich, and LMI. I think it's he's just more recognizable than most of these others. Like I'm talking for the newer generation. People know Mustard. Yeah, I wonder how old the staff is. That's the thing. True. Probably 20 yeah. to 25-year-olds. or not even. I mean, if you're 25 years old, you should know that Dr. Dre is something. Like True. I would have put Dre above all Mustard, Swiss Beats, and... Uh, Little John, let's see. It's continuing on. Noah Forty, which is Drake's producer, they put him in number eight. Come on, I mean, I he's top ten. Yeah, hundred percent. No, no, 10. he's top. He he yeah. he should be in the top five. My yeah. argument because yeah. he shifted the way a lot of producers use their fucking beats. That underwater sound that comes from him. That like underwater effect. Uh, let's see, they mention it on here. Uh, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Uh, rappers to experiment in hopes of achieving the Drake effect on their respective projects. So that Drake effect is that underwater muffled sound that he always creates. Um, that wasn't really used that much. It was, but it wasn't like the way he used it. So he definitely deserves that. And he's produced for Beyonce and other people. So mainly Drake. But of course, Drake has dominated fucking music from 2009 till now. So it makes sense. Just Blaze at number seven. I agree with Just Blaze. Just Blaze has been putting in work fucking forever um jay-z's essentially right-hand man when it comes to producing cameron freeway lots of records man what we do um across one tenth street so yeah he's done a lot of records like that um kanye west at number six yeah no no kanye yeah, yeah kanye like, um i don't know 40 40 versus kanye in producing Ooh, that's a good debate yeah i would have i would put kanye and 40 closer together I think Kanye 40 is a number. What is it? Was it number eight? He's a number. Yeah. Eight. Kanye is a number six. That's pretty close, I guess. Um, 
of course, Kanye's producer, Jay-Z, Common, Pusha T, pretty much fucking lots of artists. Now, this is controversial, and I disagree with this. Mike Will made it as ahead of Kanye, number five. Jesus. Mike Will made it. Now, I think why they put Mike Will made it ahead of him, because he had that pop reach where he put Miley Cyrus on his beats and shit like that, and people were going crazy. And he had his, he had his run, but I definitely wouldn't put him ahead of Kanye. I think Kanye's production is way, way better. But, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, the Dream and Tricky Stewart's at number four. Now, the Dream, the Dream's fucking can write and produce and do a lot of shit. Umbrella, Ella, Ella, that was the Dream's record. That was one of the biggest tracks in 2007 mm -hmm. or six, whatever. And he's written for Beyonce, a lot of fucking hits. He's written for Mar Mariah Carey, uh, you name it, man. All those big-ass pop stars, Justin Bieber, he wrote, he wrote Baby, mm. which is one of the biggest. Like So the Dream... Makes 100% sense. Timbaland's at number three. That is interesting. You have Aaliyah, Missy Elliott, just Tim Timbaland, yeah. He had, I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, he had a fucking yeah. crazy run, man. Even his own albums were killing it, too. So, And he kept introducing new artists. Nelly Furtado, mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake had a new breath, you know, fresh air. Uh, Missy Elliott, Aaliyah, as we mentioned previously. Now, this is interesting. This is based off of hip-hop, period. They put Pharrell Williams and the Neptunes as the number one on the list. It's number two, but if we're talking just hip-hop, they're the number one, period. I disagree with that. As much as I like... Actually, never mind. I'm tripping. I'm thinking about the recent production off the Possible album. It was garbage. That's why I'm thinking of the most recent shit. But if we're looking from 2000 till now, uh, they definitely deserve it. There's so many fucking hits that came out of them. It's really ridiculous. Nelly's hot in here. Clips is grinding. Uh, you had fucking Jay-Z producing, getting out hits. Uh, the only thing I hated was that they never did anything for like um, 50 or Eminem during the prime of that. I would have been interesting to hear that. But yeah, Ludacris, Snoop, everybody you can think of had a hit from them. And then not relating to hip-hop, Max Martin was number one on the list. He's done Britney Spears, Ariana Grande, The Weeknd, basically everything pop that you can imagine. So that's why they got him on this list. In sync, basically everything. So um yeah, what do you guys think? Uh, I I disagree with Dr. Dre's position 100%. Number 19 is way too far out. He should be in the top 10, especially ahead of Lil Jon and fucking... What was the other person? Lil Jon and... Uh, Who's the other guy? Swiss Beats. 100% should be ahead of, of those two. But let me know what you guys think, you know? If you guys are watching it on YouTube, you guys can comment your opinions. Diddy. So Diddy is back... Finally into music, took a hiatus since 2015. He dropped the Money Making Mitch album. And just recently he announced that he's dropping a new album called Off the Grid Volume 1 with the release date of September 4th, 2021. And then in the caption, and this is what a lot of people are speculating, he's signaling the end of the iconic Bad Boy Records era. So of course, Bad Boy has played a huge role and a lot of what's happening in hip-hop. So he says in the caption, Off the Grid, the album, September 24th, 2021. Welcome to the Love Era. I don't know if he's just copying Drake, but he did change his name to Love, like legally. He has Love as his last name or middle name or something like that. So Diddy Love. Like legally, he actually changed his license like he showed a picture. So he's, yeah, uh, new era, Love Era. So I don't know. I guess Bad Boy is over. Um, he's moving on, reinventing himself, which I like personally. It's really hard to keep a label and a brand hot for so long, you know? Um, that's why 50 just shifted G-Unit to the unit. 
Um, a lot of people have shifted their names, Rockefeller to Rock Nation. Um, what's good examples? More good examples. Shady, but they did. Uh, no, nah, Eminem hasn't done Shady 2.0. That doesn't really count. Um, Kanye West has shifted, I think, mm. multiple times. Like he had, what was it fucking good music? And then he had something else that he was doing, I think. I don't remember. I don't, but yeah, just that's two good examples. 50 doing G Unit to the Unit, Jay Z doing Rock, Rock, uh, Rockefeller to Rock Nation. So yeah, you have to rebrand and create something new as time goes on because it just gets old. People people have the old mentality. Yo, we're gonna compare it to the old music. And when that happens, you can't live up to that shit because it was perfect for that time, that era. So when people compare it all the time, it's fucked. So I'm glad he shouldn't change it to love era. And I'm sure it's gonna be totally different sound, love songs. Maybe Drake's gonna write all of his shit. Who knows? Um, an old Nasar, speaking of the old era. A Nas track leaked called Real Hitters. You guys know the real name of it. I'm not going to say it. Uh, has surfaced online. Um, his target, the late hip-hop legend Tupac Shakur, who beefed with the Illmatic mastermind prior to September 1996 death. I know you guys are just foam coming out your mouth. Please do a video on their beef. Immediately, I know. I'll look into this. I have to definitely see what the fuck's going on. Um, about midway through the verse, he spits... From tube socks and Tim's to blue rocks and Ben's, who got the ends, the type of guy Tupac pretends. To all guys who shine, guess who got revenge? Damn. So I wonder why the fuck is this leaking now? Tupac then obviously took shots at Nas on Machiavelli, which was an album that was released after he passed away, um, with lines like, this little guy named Nas think he can live like me, talking about he left the hospital, took five like me. I love these bars are classic. You live in fantasies, God reflect, I reject your deposit. I fucked this whole bars up. I apologize, Tupac. Please don't kill me right now. But um, yeah, man, uh, I got to look into this because I know Nas and Tupac have beefed. That's some legendary shit. And Nas has been through it all, man. Usually when he does interviews, he can, he can bring you back in that time and really explain in detail what happened because he is a legend and he's killing right now in the technology world and just making money strictly off of business, no longer music. I like how these artists evolve, by the way. As time goes on, they evolve into some completely different business moguls, which is dope. Didn't they settle their beef before Tupac died? Nas and Tupac? They ultimately they settled it before he died. And then maybe that's why he hasn't, like, he didn't release the track because he's like, all right, it's over. The war is over. I don't there's remember. No firing more shots. Because Machiavelli came out after Pac died, so there's no way it was settled. I, I I could have thought, I could have sworn that they settled, they squashed their beef before he died. Shortly, like, before he died. Maybe. Uh, Machiavelli came out after he died, so. It was recorded in July 8th till August 27th. That gives you what? That gives you about three weeks, about two and a half weeks? Yeah, something. it was something short like that. I could I be wrong, know. though. Yeah. I don't know, I gotta look. I To be honest with you, I don't know shit about the Tupac and Nas beef. Like, I haven't looked into it that much. I know they beefed. But a lot of this stuff is you got to like dig into crates of old shit. So when I get into it, I really I'm going to go through every fucking thing, as you guys know. So I'll look into it once whenever the time is right to do it. Tupac and Nas one because you guys have been killing me about Tupac. I mean, every day there's a guy that messages me. Shout out to this guy every single day asking for Tupac versus Biggie video. He's on day like I don't even know, 170. Of like he literally types it out day this really? asking you. Yeah, I have it like. Shout out to this guy. I'm, not, I'm just going to give him a shout out. Why not, man? 
Uh, this guy's been messing me every single day. I notice it, but I'm not going to do the video, bro. As much as I, I love that you're putting in that effort. Yeah, he says, day 119 of asking you to do Tupac versus Notorious PMG. You gotta be kidding. Yeah, hey. every single day. I see it. Yeah, right here on the camera, every single day. Shout out to this guy, Wu underscore Luke. Uh, I'm gonna reply to him eventually and just be like, yo, I'll do it. Don't worry about it, man. And I'm gonna reply whenever I'm ready to do it, so. You're I'm not gonna up, do it. Man, like, yeah, I'm not gonna no. scheduling where we're like. Oh, I'm not doing it till I reach a million subscribers. By the way, so we're not doing that. That's that you know how much of my time it's going. It took 50 versus Josh six months, and that was such a detailed beef. Tupac versus Biggie has so many conspiracies that you have to crack and make sure like the details are fact. I'm probably gonna end up spending a year on this shit, man. So I'm not gonna release it. I'm not even close to even getting into that realm. I'm gonna be in a whole different zone, like looking at that. Like, I'm going to be in the realm of 1990, whatever the fuck, yeah. in that era. I'm going to have to live in that. I'm going to have VHS tapes, everything. Like I'm going to be living in that era for you have that to. long. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Besides, you got so many things down the pipeline, man, that yeah, that's it's not going to choke everything up. Yeah. yeah that's going to be when uh, when I reach a million subscribers. I'm going to deliver the, you heard him. the best fucking Tupac versus Biggie documentary you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Better than any production. Because I'm going to actually go into a lot of these, go into dumb shit that doesn't really... Um, equate too much. Oh, the, he said this. He said no. Nah. Like we're gonna get into the facts. Uh, Fredo Bang, man. A lot of rappers been going down. Fredo Bang is one of those on the rise. Who that top record with uh, Lil Dirk is fucking fire. Um, yeah, Fredo Bang was supposed to perform at Rolling Loud, but clearly that hasn't that isn't going to happen now. Uh, rapper Fredo Bang was reportedly arrested uh, arrested arrested in Miami on Thursday, July twenty second, for a parole violation out of his home state of Louisiana, just ahead of the Rolling Loud Miami Festival. According to Miami Herald, he was booked into the Turner Girlfriend Night Correctional Center on Thursday afternoon. His roommate, fellow rapper Lit Yoshi, was arrested on Wednesday, July 21st in Miami on a Louisiana warrant as well. He was wanted on an attempted murder charge in St. Tammy Parish, Louisiana. The two men live together in an affluent Miami Lakes area. Um, Lil Yoshi is currently awaiting trial in Baton Rouge for what prosecutors are calling a violent gang war involving other rappers. Both men are allegedly associated with Top Boy Gorilla TPG Collective, which has been feuding with NBA Young Boys Crew and BA. That's that's violent, man. Miami-Dade uh, police wanted to speak with both Fredo and Yoshi in 2019 after someone opened fire on NBA Young Boy outside the Trump International Beach Resort in Sun. Sunny Eilis' beach. Uh, young boy's girlfriend was shot and wounded during the melee with three innocent bystanders who were grazed, including a five-year-old child. That's fucked up. Uh, that, man, that's yeah, disgusting. That is disgusting. If if Fredo had anything to do with that, he should be ashamed of himself. Um, five-year-old, like, come on, man. Kids, women, too. Like, come on. Scarface, even Scarface says in the movie, man. No kids, no fucking women, man. Man, where's Vito? Yeah, need him, man. literally, that would be perfect having him. But no kids, no women, man. Like, come on, bro. The, bro the, yeah, man. They don't live by, by that code anymore nowadays. Um, I'll never forget seeing the video in Chicago. It was like a clip. Uh, the guy just pulls up and sprays a car with the woman having a kid in her arms, bro. Like, yeah, carrying yeah. a kid. Like, I was about what? to bring that up, actually. Are you fucking, like, yeah. stupid, man? What is, like, what they, is going on here? Because they mom? couldn't get the guy there. Like, All right, I'll get your baby mama. Like, yeah, what does she have to do with anything? Man? Stupid, man. Just dumb as fuck. So... They definitely got him, and they're going to probably get him on a RICO and all kinds of crazy charges. I'm sure they already did. I think the report was a RICO charge, but this article is not mentioning. Um, uh, 
Let me see. The FBI got his ass. So Baton Rouge rappers, yeah. So the FBI got him. So they're gonna they're gonna hit him with uh gang war and Rico charges. Like rappers have been going down like flies, man. It's not worth it, man. It's all this shit they're doing, and then once they get fame, everybody their eyes are focused on them the whole time. And he did this in 2019 before his like records really blew up, but still. That's going to catch up with you. It's not because you're just because you get famous and you get money. You can't just escape the past. It's actually going to affect you a lot more because now more eyes are on you. So they're going to look at you a lot more on what you're doing. And yeah, man, uh, I'll keep my eye out on this and just keep you guys updated. But sucks, man. You know, I have actually uh, an observation. I don't know if it's just like ever since I started tuning into this podcast that I've been hearing more and more about uh, rappers getting like locked up. Is it me listening to this podcast in terms of like, just hearing the news on a daily basis or is there indeed a case where like the numbers are actually going up like more rappers have been getting locked up the last two three years oh definitely okay it's definitely that so it's that so it's not just me like i don't remember rico charge this either. many That's rico charges saying, hitting me up either like yeah, never like remember nothing yeah never never okay. no rappers get locked up before but not but at this level bro it's like every single week there's somebody it's social media man social media has uh, definitely helped that out um because it's easier, man. You can you can broadcast anything you want. They broadcast guns that they're carrying. They everything that they're doing. It's like, come on, man. You don't have to post that. That's why Lil Dirk, you know, smart man. Yeah, yeah. He's not showing anything. He's, yeah. It doesn't matter if that shoot that he had. He just rapped about it. That's it. He said, "Yo, my girl more gangster than all you guys," because she actually shot back at people. So, yeah, man. It just I think it's social media, man. That's why they're getting they're getting these guys tied into it. Cameras all over the fucking place. You can't get away with shit. That's why Nipsey. I'll never forget when Nipsey was talking about the gang stuff. He's like, the second I saw one of my friends get caught on camera doing this gang shit, he said, I knew the game was over. You can't get involved in this shit anymore. It's over, bro. There's cameras everywhere. They're going to track you anywhere you do. It's done. And that's when he, like, fully dedicated to music because mm. he was, yeah, involved in a lot of street shit himself. So at that point, he's like, this is, yeah, this is not it, man. You guys are all going to get locked up. And he predicted it. A lot of them got locked up. Some of them got killed. And, you know, he started doing better for his community and helping people out instead of doing, you know, everything the bad way. So Damn, man. Rest in peace. Yeah. I always go back to him because I always, I don't know, I always hear a lot of stuff. He's always talked about a lot of these things, predicted it way early on. Young Dolph, uh, he endorses the fans selling his 400,000 Lamborghini. So if you guys don't remember, a while ago, um, these basically Dolph did a giveaway and to win his, in September 2020, to win his Lamborghini Aventador while promoting his fifth studio album, Rich Slave. Um, some fans want it. And he was a Texas native. Jack Davila won it. And they sold it, which should have fucking happened to me the second they got it, by the way. They kept it for, what, you say a year now? September 2020, almost a year. July 2021, almost a year. And uh, it made headlines that they sold it. Somebody bought it for 460000 It was worth about 500000 at the time. And Dolph co-signs it. He said, get paid in the in the... Instagram comments. He said, get paid. So I immediately, man, if I would have got a Lamborghini event, I'm getting the fuck. I'm getting the, I'm getting the money. I want that shit in cash ASAP. Yeah. That's, I mean, insurance, bro, like maintenance, <laughs> like oil changes will run you like $2,000, man. So easily, um, bro. I, yeah. Easily. I think uh, she said that, um, that, you know, she sold it just so she can buy her family a house. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great investment right there. Yeah. Good for her, man. She took care of her whole family. If I was, yeah, I would be proud of her if I was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I think, I think she just wanted to drive the Lamborghini for a little bit, enjoy it. 
Who doesn't though? Yeah, I, I probably <laughs> honestly, I, I'm, I'm capping. I probably kept it for a couple months. At least a couple months. Yeah, I just yeah, enjoy yeah. it for Pulling a little up bit. Pulling up to the club in a Lambo. Yeah. Come on. yeah, and that's Young Dolph. Everybody knows yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah. Lambo. So yeah, I would have kept it for a couple. I'm not I'm capping. I probably kept it for a couple months, and then they're like, I need these, I need these fucking. Then I'll money. think about my mom. After <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like <laughs> it's all right, man. She'll yeah. be all right for a little bit. <laughs> no, mom, just hold out a couple of months. Yeah, I gotta stun on these people <laughs> for a little bit. But yeah, even with that 460, let's just say. Let's just say you you put three hundred sixty thousand to a house, which is good. You would have a hundred thousand dollars. You can buy yourself a fucking amazing car at that price if you really wanted a nice car. Yeah, three hundred sixty thousand towards a house, and then a hundred thousand. My car is hundred thousand. That's a yeah. fucking amazing car. Amazing. That, that would have killed it, you know. So, yeah, I, you could do a lot of shit honestly with that four sixty if you really wanted to. Four hundred thousand to the house and sixty thousand for a car. That's still a fucking amazing car. But yeah, there's a lot you could do with that money. So that's good. Good on her, man. Helping our family. Yeah. Beautiful, no. man. Uh, yeah yeah so uh florida sheriff this made fucking headlines all over the place so they caught a gang and this gang was basically rappers a bunch of rappers that people don't really know it's called bell gang uh no disrespect to them by the way i'm just saying i don't they're not in the mainstream light that's all i'm saying um and this fucking (laughs) this sheriff puts the gang's chain on and then makes like some corny rap. I have to play this for you guys. It's just so fucking cringy, bro. It's it's horrible, bro. It's pretty bad, man. Oh, it's bad. It's it's. I I think they're just trolling at this point. They're like, you guys are but just this guy. Like, uh, he's a sheriff, and actually, he did. Um, what he does is he gets up on the stage, and all the crime that really happens, he kind of talks about it. So he talks about like pedophiles. He talks about, and so I I think as time has evolved, he's gotten used to being behind a camera. And now he's at a point where, like, he's just, I don't know if he's doing this for clout or media, like, who knows what. But maybe he just wants to send a message to the people of his county. But uh, definitely cringy, though. <laughs> it doesn't take away from that. Oh, bro, it's 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 something else, man. I'm trying to find, trying to put this right here. Uh, Griju shows off rap skills. I want to play it off here. Yeah. How cool are you today? Can y'all make up a rap song about this? Well, I'll help you out. Well, I'll help you out. You see, we got your gold. We put your tail in the county jail. Boom. Think about that, brothers. And you know what? This, you could call it the blue gang, the bell gang blue rap song. How's that? You may think it's cool, but it'll end up with you arrested every time. It's not bad if you got it legal. Now, you straight flex, and he says it's not bad if you got it legal. Bro, what do, what do you think they're gonna do with that chain, bro? I mean, that's what you know what they do, man. <laughs> they sell that shit. Like, yeah, they make their money off that. Yeah, they get all their money. And like when they bust rap dealers, I, okay, I got a cousin in Chicago. He would tell me that. Um, some of the biggest thugs in Chicago and the South side, uh, he's tied up to all that stuff. But, uh, he said some of the biggest thugs are actually police officers. Cause he's like, they'll run up on you and like, be like, Hey man, if you don't give me, pay me this, I'm going to bust you right now. Yeah. So like, yeah, you just gotta, you, it's called buying yourself a window or whatever. Yeah. At least that's how it was back in the day, man. So now it's um, cameras. Now, now maybe it's a little bit different for sure. But like, yeah, man, they used to steal, like when you arrest somebody for drugs, you take all their money, man. You don't report that stuff. Yeah. So Allegedly, they, right? Like, yeah. yeah, they seized uh, eighty-eight thousand in cash, eighty-nine thousand worth of jewelry, two hundred eighty-three thousand worth of na- narcotics. You're looking at around four hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff. 
Guarantee, brother, they probably seized a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars cash, and they just reported eighty-eight thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Uh, it runs thirty-two individuals face three hundred one felonies and one hundred thirty-four misdemeanors related to the case. Uh, huge! It, it was a sixteen-month undercover investigation, which is they have had their eyes on them for a year and a half, basically, which is crazy. That just goes to show, man. I hope. This makes headlines and rappers realize that they're paying attention, man. To think that they're not. I keep having to repeat this 90 million times, but they're paying attention. Uh, R. Kelly. This piece of shit, man. Uh, and I'm calling him a piece of shit because he is a piece of shit. Um, as much as you guys, if you like his music, if you separate the music from the person, that's on you. I can't. If the person is a piece of shit, I think the music's a piece of shit. So, uh R. Kelly is accused of molesting an underage boy looking to break into the music industry. It's disgusting. Um, and I, I believe it because there's been hard evidence of a lot of stuff. And he's peeing on a, on a woman on camera, guys. And she he got away with that. Yeah. Underage. And he got away with that. In his prime. Which just goes to show, if you make good music, people don't give a fuck what you do. You just slap the shit out of somebody, uh, a kid. You be like, If Drake right now gets caught slapping the shit out of a four-year-old. Just for whatever reason. Just slaps him, kid cries, whatever. Certified lever boy drops, they're going to forget all about that. No idea. What, what happened? I don't know. Well, that kid deserved it. Some shit like that. He was, That's having, a, he was having a moment. Yeah. He's in the limelight. Yeah, he yeah. was having a moment. He was yeah. losing, you know. It's, yeah. it's too much, you know, too much looking at him. Too thousand great. excuses, man. Yeah. So R. Kelly at the time in his prime doing that, he got away with. Uh, everything caught up with him. Let's go over this article. This is disgusting. Uh, R. Kelly is currently under federal prosecution in New York due to decades-long allegations regarding sexual misconduct. In new court documents, the feds allege more heinous, heinous uncharged crimes were committed by the embattled R&B singer, including molesting an underage boy who had aspirations of making it in the music industry. By the way, a lot of his, actually majority of his victims were people who wanted to be in the music industry. Uh, girls that wanted to sing and he took advantage of that and did things that you're not supposed to fucking do and just piece of shit right uh, according to chicago sun sun times the documents allege kelly met with the un, un, unnamed individual when the boy was 16 at a mcdonald's in 2006 kelly reportedly invited the boy to his studio and later asked him what he would do to become successful in the industry uh before having sexual contact with him that is some illuminati shit that sounds like straight up illuminati <laughs> And then don't, don't comment Illuminati on here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a long... Uh, the feds also alleged the boy introduced Kelly to a male friend of his who was also 16 or 17-year-olds at the time. Several years later, Kelly and the boy would begin a sexual relationship. Additionally, Kelly is accused of bribing a clerk in Cook County, Illinois in 2019 to gain inside information regarding his case. Wow. Uh, Kelly's newest allegations comes as he's set to begin his federal trial on sex trafficking charges in Brooklyn on August 18th. If convicted, he faces up to 70 years in prison. Uh, it says the bribes included someone who works at, uh, where we over that, $2,500. Uh, prosecutors say Kelly's cell phone video on the device also indicates the file was created in the device by May 2019. They're talking about the, sorry, I'm going like jumping from places. Uh, met him at 17 when they're both 17. Prosecutors say they have a witness who will testify Kelly made her download child pornography involving boys. The complaint says they found screen recordings of young males engaging in sex acts. One video is approximately 10 minutes long. I'm not surprised by this at all. Um, the, the man peed on an underage girl. 
in front of the camera. Like, what what do you guys expect at this point? Uh, I'm still surprised that people, there's still fans that are um, endorsing this and saying, he, you know, he didn't do this or nah, this is not, this is all trying to take his career down because he was the most successful R&B singer, some shit like that. You guys have lost your minds. You guys are what we call stands who will do, who will side by their artists, their favorite artists, regardless of what the fuck they've done. Um, it's like Bill Cosby, man. Yeah. Um, it's bad, man. It's really bad. Uh, this is undefensible. Man. That's um, He's abusing his power and his position. Yeah, man. He would have... to take advantage over children, man. Yeah. He would have girls in studios just sitting the there fuck? all day. When he finishes the song, you go in the room with them, 16 years old, and just do whatever. Like, that's... Nah, man. Uh, I don't give a fuck what kind of music you made. I don't care if you're the greatest artist. And they need period. to look into him and his people around him, man. Because he wasn't the only one in the studio at the time. No, the engineer... Engineer, he says... Uh, he says he was guilty. He, he, he kept every night he couldn't sleep because he felt like he was part of it. You know, he wanted to say something, but you know, at the time, the biggest R and B singer repercussions, man, you say something, they're going to, yo, this guy's blah, blah, blah. Get you fired. You'll never work as an engineer ever again, which is unfortunate. That's not how it should be. If somebody reports something wrong, people should look into it, man. Who gives a fuck about their status of the person, man? You know, that's not fucked. This guy's a regular human being. He just makes music, bro. He's not nothing special. These celebrities are regular human beings. They just happen to be more famous and have a little bit more money. With that comes power, obviously, but who gives a fuck, man? I wouldn't. If I was in the studio and I witnessed that as an engineer, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Bro, I would knock him the fuck out. Man. I would smack the fuck out. Yeah, that's like, no. no you're not doing what I would shit. do first for my protection, I would record evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so nobody yeah. the fuck out of this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no yeah. first because no, take me to jail. I'm, I'm straight. No, no. I mean, it doesn't matter about yeah. that because you'll go to jail for beating. Who yeah. gives a fuck about that? Yeah. I just don't want people to say, "Yo, you're fucking crazy." Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I want evidence yeah, to be yeah. like, "Yo, he actually did this shit." But yeah. even with that, he fucking peed on a girl and still got away with it. So yeah. people be like, "This is this is fake. It's not R. Kelly." Like, no, I get clear. I'll set that motherfucker up and I'll yeah. set up a camera and I'll be like, yo, what's up, R. Kelly, Los Engineers? You go, you got it. Okay. And then right in the camera, you know, the perfect lighting too. I'd make it top notch <laughs> just so I can get his ass. He's locked up forever. That way, if I beat his ass, I get out of this scot free, man. I just fucking beat the shit out of a molester, man. That's perfect, man. There's nothing wrong with that shit. These people deserve the worst capital punishment, man. You guys are pieces of shit. So, um, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah. Uh, Ruin the fucking I Believe I Can Fly record. I can't even list that shit anymore. So, NBA Youngboy. This is interesting. So, NBA Youngboy is facing his own RICO charges. I don't know if this guy's ever going to get out, but his lawyers are arguing to... Re <laughs> his lawyers argue releasing studio albums will help him keep... Help him stay out of jail. Uh, let's go over the article. NBA Youngboy remains behind bars as he awaits trial on federal weapon, federal weapons possession charges, but the Louisiana rapper is utilizing any option at his disposal to regain his freedom. On July on Tuesday, July 20th, Youngboy's lawyers argued the rapper should be released into custody of a licensed private security professional who could provide 24-hour security for the rapper and more, according to All Hip Hop. The lawyers also suggested Youngboy to submit regular reports to pretrial services, electronic monitoring, and provide proof of gainful employment as an artist for Atlantic Records. Having already been denied the chance to match a bail request of $540,000, Youngboy's legal counsel has argued law enforcement violated his 4th, 5th, and 6th Amendment rights when he's arrested in September 2020 and failed to read him his Miranda rights. In April, Youngboy pleaded not guilty to one count of felon 
felon in possession of firearm and one count of possession of an unregistered firearm. Um, yeah, so their argument is basically let this guy let this guy work and he won't get into any trouble if he, as long as he's locked into the studio, uh, he's gonna stay out of trouble. But the judge sees past that bullshit because he's gotten into trouble previously. So it's like, how much more is the judge willing to accept at this point? You know, you'd have to be really a stupid judge just to be like, yo, unless they bribe him behind the scenes, which is illegal and shit like that. But yeah, uh, 24 hour monitoring by security. You think the security really gives a fuck like, like that? They won't care, bro. They're going to get bribed. Sir, we'll put them to work. Yeah. He'll be busy at work. Yeah, it's not. It's, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work like that. I don't think the lawyer is going to fall for this. And then they're saying they've, they've, you know, they violated his fourth, fifth, and sixth amendments rights. And that's why, you know, they're, they're fighting back on this situation. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. A young boy's going to be gone for a while, man. His buzz is going to die down slowly. And, you know, it depends on how long he stays in, but it's hard to rebuild your buzz at that point to consistently release music. Cause he was on a roll, man. That guy's YouTube numbers were beating everybody. The guy was dropping music videos every single week, project after project. And yeah, man, uh, that definitely slowed him down completely. Um, let's go over whack 100. So he warned pop smoke a while ago before he passed away. He said about three, four days ago, uh, through Birdman to ditch Airbnbs and just get hotels. So before I get into that, I want to play the clip. Uh, this is on the no jumper podcast. Um, Adam 22, he's on there and let's see, I'm going to get this. Audio playing on this. Let's go. NW Hollywood, stay away from them Airbnbs on this West Coast till you get your weight up, till you get your politics right, and you moving with the right team. Go ahead on, go to one of those hotels, bro, and uh, be a little safe about it. Mm. When you saw the Pop Smoke shit go down, I told him four thoughts. days before to get that man out of there and send him to the W. I was in Europe, and um, Monty and Avery Lippman, one of them, and called through through Birdman, and um, they was kind of asked me some. I said, "Yo, get him out of there, and send him to the W Hotel, man." Damn. You know what I mean? Because I started getting calls from my people that yo, the homegirls was just up there, and this and that, and this and that. You get fifteen chicks, they all got brothers or uncles or nephew or or that's from this, this, that. And first thing we asking is, "What the got up in there? What they doing? How many of them? Nigga, I just strongly, you know, advise when y'all on y'all way up, you know, take." Take small steps, man, before you get your poppers. Don't you check into that W Yeah. So, as we know, Pop Smoke uh, died at his Airbnb. Their address was posted. So, a lot of people speculated because the address was posted, that's how uh, those killers came through the back. And, you know, but there's a lot of conspiracy theories when it comes to this. Um, you know, who set him up was a setup because Mike Dean, which is his right hand man, was the first floor. They were at the second floor. He was in the bathroom. The girl was chilling on the bed. They came from the back entry, pistol whipped the girl in the head. Pop Smoke obviously got, you know, they went in the shower while, you know, he was showering, took his jewelry, altercation, shot. That was the whole situation. But he's saying, what WAC 100 is saying, who's well-connected in Los Angeles, he's saying it was because days prior he invited all these girls to the Airbnb. And these girls have brothers, have friends that are part of different sets and different gangs. And maybe one of those girls set him up 
and that's how they those people manage to get through the back because how would you know you know the back entries open or even there is a back entry like that because it was stairs they said they 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 went up these stairs so there's like probably a balcony back there and they went through there but how would why would the door be open on that back end you know i don't i don't know a lot of things are just weird man speculation definitely don't stare in a uh, airbnb if you're a new artist um as we saw with soldier boy you know he checked in with uh jazz prince jr when we were there in houston and you know hotels man hotels are the way to go don't 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 check in and security man like security. soldier boy his security man was oh. top notch like shout out to them yeah like, man we saw them work oh they're cool. these guys were on it yeah on man. it man even me man they were checking me they're like man, yeah, man yeah. back up i'm like yeah. i ain't here man yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, with same, the crew same, bro same same in the yeah, beginning in the beginning like, who, who, wait yeah wait. whoa back the fuck up and man. then when who? they saw it like yeah everything like once they knew you know they're yeah. like okay relax they, they were joking with us too like yeah yeah <laughs> but these guys is anyone who just even like came in bro hands on the pistol right away yeah like they were checking man like head on a swivel situational awareness these guys weren't playing around man. yeah jokes man i told yeah, one of the guys i was like i was like bro you should be a comedian man yeah they just kept dude, they're cool as hell man yeah like, now them i would hire immediately easily, on the spot easily, like, bro. like cool. if i can get them yeah bro easily. yeah if i was in if i'm in houston i'd become to that level i'm, I'm getting I'm, those guys yeah uh, immediately i'm gonna be like yo yo send me yo <laughs> they're cool as fuck man they're on their job they did they, they knew exactly where the fuck to go yep. where to stop yep. immediately so yep. nothing would pop off um yeah. even the cars bro it's like some presidential shit like oh, they had like five suvs whatever yeah soldier boy was in one of them yep. and you don't and they all took different routes yeah like it was crazy and like because we we're meeting him me, remember like we're in the car in the chart yeah yeah we didn't tell you guys about that part yeah, uh but, yeah we're just yeah it's crazy man yeah. so move proper yeah get a fucking hotel because it's harder for somebody to kill you in a hotel you got to literally walk through the, the lobby the lobby camera, cameras all that bro yeah. find out what floor yep. and all that what, shit room, room. number like, Which can be found out pretty easily, but then, you know, you can, if somebody knocks at the door, there's only one way to enter. Exactly. That's another thing. Airbnb, they came from the back. There's the front door, the side, the windows, because the house is low. You can just break a window, get into the house. Like, there's a lot of different ways. And by the time you, if say you are successful breaking in, taking shit, by the time you get in the elevator and get all the way down, guess what? There's police in the lobby. Like, yeah, you're done. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one entry. So, yeah, like, you it. can look through the peephole. And people were here, bro. Yeah, man. There's people right now. So it's just yeah, way more yeah. secure, man. I would never, as an artist, never, unless, like, I just had the fucking money for every, like, security, like, fucking presidential Your own private army. Like. Yeah, like, then I'd be like, you know what, fuck, get everybody. Nobody's going to touch me here. Yeah. But another thing, too, you have to check in with certain areas with people. You know, if you're part of a certain uh, group, make sure everything is lined up perfectly, man. Because people will set you up. Somebody in the comments right now when I just saw on Instagram, they're like, yo, did WAC 100 set them up? You know, that's already people are like, yo, maybe you set them up, which is crazy to think. But, um, you know, I'm not saying that, but by the way, I was just reading a comment. I'm not saying he set up anybody. Um, but, well, you know, never know. I like what he said. He's like, you know, he's like, get your politics right. He's like, make sure you get your, you know, that's what part of what you're saying is checking in. Yeah, Soldier Boy got his politics right. Yeah, Soldier yeah. Boy moved the right way. But Soldier Boy's been in the game since He's been in it, bro. Yeah, he's so he knows. Yeah. He already knows the, the routes of all this shit, so. Why Pop Smoke was new, man. He blew up, what, July 2019, really? And he's young, too, man. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, a lot of people gave him advice, like Quavo and 50. They're, they're the two that really, you know, gave him advice and said, you know, 50 just told him, stop carrying pistols everywhere you go because you're going to get caught up. You know, your homies, you know, get real security, shit like that. Quavo said the same thing, like, move properly. Um, shit happens. So, uh, recipes to Pop Smoke, but that's a crazy, recipes. yeah, it's a crazy story. Lil Uzi Vert, this is fucking, this is something else, bro. 
Um, and you're gonna, you're definitely gonna nail this point. My space background. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a beast. So, uh, Lozyver basically said, I bought a fucking planet. He basically said, Hey, I bought this planet. It's mine. Which, Bogus. yeah, which makes no sense at all. First off, you can't even visit the planet. Second off, who knows if this shit even exists legitimately? <laughs> Somebody just sold you a piece of paper with an image on it. Like, how do you know this is real? Like, did you actually go to NASA and like look through the fucking scope? Like, it's just dumb. You can't even purchase things, something outside of uh, the earth. Who are we to fucking own pieces of things that we have no idea about? We're just, oh, yeah, we'll buy this shit. That's not even our shit, man. So he says he bought this planet called WASP-127B, an exoplanet discovered in 2016. And then Soldier Boy said, yo, I'm the first rapper with a planet. <laughs> so he did jump into that. But yeah, so um, uh, a pair of aerospace experts basically call BS. Let's go over the article. Lozevert found himself trending on social media Wednesday, July 21st, after singer Grimes proclaimed the rapper was in the process of becoming the first person to own a planet legally. According to two professors with knowledge on the subject, Uzi's purchase is not only illegal, but bogus. Uh, Fran von der Dunk, a professor of space law at a University of Nebraska-Lincoln, told Business Insider, if someone sold him a planet or he thinks he owns this planet in the normal sense of the word, it's simply not true. It's fraud. Both Van Dirk and Ram Jakhu, the director of McGill's Institute of Air and Space Law, cited the 1967 Outer Space Treaty, which forbids all nations and their citizens from claiming territory in outer space. I know you mentioned that. Uh, Singer Grimes was the first to report Lil Uzi's uh, alleged purchase, saying the Eternal Intake star put a bid in on the WASP. Dash one two seven B planet discovered in twenty sixteen. Uh, so, can I say a couple things right now? Yeah, this is your we actually get into your take. Yeah. Um, first off, guys, uh, Nebraska Lincoln, uh, great law school for space policy. There's specific law schools out there that uh, really specialize in this field, and uh, Nebraska is one of them. And then McGill, um, that's in Quebec, that's in Canada, one of the best actually in the world right now for sp specifically for space policy. So. Um, a lot of people that get into that field, they kind of go the route of technology a lot. But so right away, I, these guys, I mean, I don't know these professors per se, but um, these are like, you can imagine them. This is like the Harvard and um, Oxford of, uh, of, for specifically like space policy. They lead the kind of the, the discussion on this. So, yeah. um, and then Grimes, obviously, if you guys don't know, that's Elon Musk's uh, wife. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, let me hear your take first before. No, I mean, I basically I said it before. Like, this is the dumbest shit ever. I mean, how how can you own something that we have no idea about? We we, we have no authority in owning. Um, it just doesn't make sense. You can't even like. It's not tangible. It's not something you can like. You know, like what what is he gonna do? Visit that planet and then say, hey, he's gonna come in the planet and be like, this is your guys' owner. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So none of it's, it's just stupid shit. Honestly, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the discussion now in, like, uh, the world of space, you know? Uh, I know back in 2015, uh, Obama, President Obama, he kind of allowed the, uh, kind of, he kind of gave the A-OK for private companies to start developing or maturing technology for uh, deep space extraction for minerals and whatnot. Um, and there's only a couple of countries that have not signed on to, not just this treaty, uh, but the uh, 1972 Moon uh, Act. Uh, and uh, basically, which states that, no foreign nation has can extract resources, sell, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the only people that have not signed on to that are like the major space power. So in the world of space, like that's the thing. It's so fractured. Like there's all these international bodies that are like discussing these things. I don't know. This is a, a hip hop podcast. I'm not going to get no, too no, into no, it. No, this is a perfect topic. Okay. I'm just, yeah. yeah. So 
Uh, right now, it's all fractured. Like, if you look at maritime law, like the law of the sea, it's simple, bro. Like, I mean, it's not simple, but it's just one body at the UN. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, everything is agreed upon for the most part. Um, it's very like just um, structured. If you look at space law, they have like, you know, the remote sensing satellite convention. They have the telecommunic telecommunication convention. They have um, here at the UN, they have another convention and like even the governing bodies, like everybody has a vote. It's just like, you know, why should every country should be weighted the same? If you don't have a space program, you shouldn't really, you should have a say in space, of course, right? It's yeah. not their fault that, you know, if, you know, if an ex powerful country is like extracting resources from your country and you don't have enough, you know, GDP to kind of stand alone, uh, start a space, space, uh, a space program. However, like, I mean, in order to get everybody playing on the same field, you got to attract the strongest people in space, which is, you know, Russia, United States, China, Japan, uh, ESA, uh, European Space Agency. They, that's mainly it. Um, there's not a lot of domestic capabilities for space flight right now. I think it's about like 14, 15 nations. Yeah. But, um, you know, back to like this, right, particularly, but no. <laughs> like, first off, owning, if you want to like, I think there's a, a study done for, the, for, for Earth. To own Earth, if you add up all the minerals and um, resources and things like that, it's about five quadrillion dollars. And what the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> it's like over a trillion. You know, like, like there it takes what um, quadrillion? Quadrillion. The yeah. fuck is trillion? That's a whole different bracket of money. So like what million billion trillion trillion quadrillion. So five quadrillion. Yeah. So that means four trillion trillion. Yeah, it's like uh, what. Yeah, about I don't even know. That's like that's that's nine hundred ninety nine like trillion dumb money. And then it'd be, you know, yeah, yeah. So it'd be. Uh, so why yeah, the so fuck he probably bought that planet for? So not money. even like Jeff Bezos can buy this no. shit. What do you think? Little he, this guy put a little twenty four million dollar carrot in his head. He thinks he owns a planet now. <laughs> yeah, like, I think that shit <laughs> that is, like, something happened in his head, bro. Like, yeah, no, but that's, um, there's that. Okay, and then yeah. this planet that he's talking about is about two and a half times the size of I think I believe Jupiter. Let me look that up a real quick. Two and a half. Uh, times. It's, no, sorry, it's one and a half times, one point four times the size of Jupiter, which is Jupiter. How much is bigger than Earth? I think it's three hundred times. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Let's see, Earth. I mean, look this up. I just since this is going live, you know, I don't, you know, I can't. Bro, that's uh, fucking crazy. And comparison. Okay, let's see this. Um. Okay, so sorry, I take that all back. It has uh, eleven times the diameter of Earth. Jupiter does. So you can probably, yeah, it takes. Uh, you can put eleven Earths across its. You know. Wow. And so this is 1.4 times bigger than that, you know? So you can say 15, 16, to the width of the... I mean, <laughs> my thing in all this is, like, who the fuck are we to say we own a planet? That's not even... We even know nothing I mean, about you can it. say it, right? But, like, can you enforce it? That's what I'm saying. Enforcing, yeah. trying to even enforce... Even having that that thought in your mind that, hey, I, I want to purchase and I want to get... That's just, like, we're, we as humans, we think we're like the fucking mecca of every like we're just the greatest ever like oh yeah we're gonna buy this whole fucking world man like this whole all the space is ours like bro we ain't shit we have aliens visiting us that can destroy us in two point seconds 2.0 seconds and bro i'm scared I, i've been watching more joe rogan shit on aliens <laughs> bro this You're shit is scaring man. the fuck out of me You're man. man no they can they can fuck us up immediately bro like like come on man these if there's i, I believe there's aliens by the way if there is here we're trying to out here purchasing planes they're gonna fuck it we're gonna kill yeah, us. i mean like those gonna get us yeah. killed i mean it's just uh <laughs> this motherfucker's gonna get us killed people don't realize so it's in when they say an exoplanet so that means it's a planet that has is it's like earth it's earth-like and we can tell by many different ways but 
basically um so there's people that live in there 100 so yeah it basically has it's uh it's in the goldilocks zone right it's not too cold not too hot it has we look at the structure of the solar system we look at the temperature of the star that's there's funny, a goldilocks zone yeah that's what they call it you know yeah. so like as in liquid that we know it is like well it's liquid it's not ice it's not vapor right and so um yeah with i know so with jupiter you can fit 1300 earths in it in terms of its volume that's how yeah. big jupiter is right and this, this is 1.4 times so imagine earth huge right like it's so if, screw five qu- quadrillion, man. This is like worth. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't even know what that number is. But yeah, more importantly, like you said, man, like who is this? Who are we to own these things, right? Um, who owns the moon right now? If we go up, well, NASA is doing this already, right? They're, this is called the Artemis program, and uh, they're going up. They're going to establish a moon colony here soon within the decade. And uh, they already had the contracts going out. The technology is being built as we speak. There's literally people putting this stuff together as I'm talking about this. And, yeah, they're going to have a place, a base on, on the moon. And who is the international community to say, like, hey, you can't do that, America? Well, what, what are you guys going to do about it? I mean, it's not that, like, aggressive. But yeah. in, at the end of the day, like, how do you advance technologies, man? At a certain point, um, you know, we need to use other planets and celestial bodies in our solar system and in our own, our own backyard to kind of, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, fine with us expanding and going to different planets, it's you know it's inevitable, bro. What I, what I'm not fine with us doing is claiming it as ours without even fucking like being seen it, doing it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. no, no, just go on the planet. If there's people there, if there's some there, yeah. if you can have a conversation with them about you know what do you like, like, which if there's life on other planets, obviously, mm. have a conversation, doing a peaceful, not not like back then when we take people's fucking land and just murder people, and yeah, if we try to do that over there. You know, it's like, come on, man. we as humans, we think we're too much of the shit. Like, we got to relax, bro. We're, we're little ants. This planet can Look, blow up in Look, at the end of the day, man, like, I can sell you a piece of Mars, right? But at yeah. the end of the like, day, here's the thing. Does the international community agree with it? Yeah. If no one else recognizes it, it means yeah. nothing. Like, I can start my own country right now, right? Yeah. And if no one's, like, going to agree with me, like, hey, this yeah. is a country to feel like, they're like... No, just, I think it's... It's just, like currency, bro. Like ISIS tried starting their own currency. No one traded with it. So yeah. they had to go back using the dollar, bro. Like, yeah. You know, it's like stuff like that. So he just got... It's For me, this he, it's fraud. Like this guy just got... I think he's just finessed. trolling. Yeah, I think it's just the headlines. We're talking about yeah. it now. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the discussion though. Yeah. No, so, no, I mean, I think it just in general, like we as humans, all of us, not just slow, I'm just talking like humans in general, trying to claim shit that we have like no part in claiming <laughs> like literally as it's uh, it's literally beyond us not like i'm not even making that into a joke it's beyond us like we we shouldn't be it's not even in our solar system yeah it's beyond us completely so why are we even <laughs> like what that's just i don't know it's just it's fathom it's, it's not fathomable of how dumb this is like to even think that we can oh that's our fucking planet no we own that shit we can't even get there even if we do get there what are we gonna do just fucking i don't know be like yo we're gonna build shit here and just start our own shit. So I, I'm curious to see if we get on Mars. I'm really curious if there's something. I want to do If we ever get him in the on the podcast, I'm going to ask him, like, what kind of political system do you have? <laughs> what kind of currency do you have? Well, who's he? Yeah, it'd be like, if this is your planet, how you run this planet? Like, you know. No, that'd be some trolling shit. Yeah. He'd be like, man, it's my shit. That's it. <laughs> they have to listen to my music every morning, as you know, the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That's interesting, man. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a fun topic, man. Uh, shout out to Uzi Bird. He's just, I think he's out here just trolling. So shout out to him. Uh, new music. Lots of new music came out. I didn't get a chance to check out a lot of this. Uh, like I said, we've been we were out in Houston. Um, Young Blue Moon Boy drops his project, and I believe this is his debut album. It is. Uh, we got. I like him as an artist. Fifteen tracks, good, not overkill. I like fifteen tracks. 
features from Drake, Big Sean, Moneybag Yo, and Kodak Black. So definitely check that out. I'm going to check that out. Dave, uh, shout out to the UK. I love his music as well. We're all alone in this together. That's a dope title. We're all alone in this together. Interesting. You got Stormzy. You got WizKid. Bose, James Blake. Uh, so no, I'm, I don't know. I'm probably butchering these names. 12 tracks. Dope as fuck. Uh, Lil Duke. I thought I said Lil Dirk. I was about to say. Lil Duke is a Young Thug's artist. You got 16. Actually, never mind. You got 20 tracks on his project featuring Young Thug, Lil Keed, Yagati, Gunna, Hood Baby, a bunch more. And then you got the Killer Ray, Fuck Love 3. And this shit is how many? 29 tracks with a, quite a few skits. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly's on it. Marshmallow, Young Boy Never Broke Again, which NBA Young Boy. Mustard, G Herbo, Lil Dirk, Juice World. Rest in peace. But yeah, he's got his project, Childish Major. Thank you, God, for it all. Seven tracks EP featuring Schoolboy Q, Young Baby Tate. Um, What else? What else? What else? You got new music for singles. You got Belly featuring The Weeknd and Young Thug, Better Believe. You got Boldy James and Alchemist, TBA. You got Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow, Industry Baby. You got HVME featuring 224K Golden Quavo, All Right. You got Gun on Pulley G, Waves. You got Lil Tucker, Money on Me, which he's, he announced uh, his second album, uh, We Love You, Tekka 2, which is dope. I like the first one, so I'm curious about the second one. OGZ featuring YG, Bad Big Bad Wolf. Lil XL featuring Tiger and Coyle Ray, What You Want. Logic, Call Me. And that's it for the singles. And that's it for this podcast, number 68. Thank you guys for listening and supporting us all the time. Uh, stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Pocket Casts. You know the drill. Um, obviously, YouTube as well. We got the YouTube channel every Tuesday and Friday, video version at 6 p.m. And then the highlights come up at random times. Honestly, we don't know about the highlights. We just post them like a day after the video version, that full video version comes out. Um, and that's it for this podcast. If you want to exit out? Yeah, man, I'll do a good job. Yeah, uh, you killed it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, uh, follow us on uh, Deezer, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you know audio is streamed. Uh, so follow us on social media. And uh, honestly, stay blessed, guys. Yes, sir. Have a great night, day, all that. Peace.